This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin'. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Monday. I'm not high enough for this shit. I'm not high enough at all. What we talk about on the night show? Bullshit, as always. Ooh, ooh. I can't wait for this. Is it the apocalypse? Throughout the history of mankind, every time there is a eclipse, a blood moon, that sort of thing, such as cults seem to think it's the apocalypse. This past weekend was no different. But hey, it may actually be the apocalypse when I tell you about New Mexico having its worst wildfires in 30 years. You're going to see the videos of the fire and how climate change is exacerbating it. We're going to talk about the shootings in California and New York. Officials in Laguna Beach have come out and said that the shooting at the church was indeed racially motivated, motivated by hate. It was a hate crime. Apparently against the Taiwanese community, I believe I saw. Get all the details. I've been arguing with some dude in a, a like, I'm in this make, make offensive memes great again group. And like, they're really fucking stupid. I've been arguing with this dude. He keeps he keeps trying to I think he's trying to make the argument that the media is biased towards leftists or something. He keeps showing me headlines and like, see, see, you won't acknowledge evidence. And I'm not exactly sure the point he's trying to make. It's in relation to the Buffalo shooting. I'm sure Tucker Carlson, Steven Crowder, Ben Shapiro, Dan Bungie, they're all saying the same nonsense they're comparing it to like the Wakesha uh, parade suspect who drove his car into the parade he didn't leave like a manifesto it was like I am targeting these people because they're white that didn't happen he was just like deranged and was running from the cops like the two things aren't aren't similar are they both acts of terrorism sure sure But to act like there's not a problem with white supremacy in this country, there most certainly is, and we have 18-year-olds. This dude was 18 years old. In, in, in military fatigues, got tactical gear on. The name of one of the Wakesha victims was on his rifle, or the names of Wakesha victims were on his rifle. And he spouted off this this manifesto that sounds like it came from any number of right-wing uh, figureheads and commentators. And to say that that is not an issue that we should be talking about in this country is just absurd. Or to try to deflect and be like, Well, why didn't they say the black man targeted white people? It's so weird to me. But I would be happy, dude, if you're if you're watching right now, I would love to actually understand where you're coming from. Please 
give us a call. I have the phone lines open. 917-830-4359. As I said, I worked in the media 20 years, published in four different newspapers. I was the news director of 11 different radio stations. I would love to talk to you about this issue. He, he was like, uh, why do you think they wrote the headline like that? It was, to, it was to stir people up. I'm like, that's all headlines, dude. You're describing clickbait. You're upset about capitalism. Yes, they write sensational headlines to try to push their publication. I understand the point you're trying to make. You're just not understanding the point you're trying to make. The point you're trying to make, if it is about capitalism and pushing a sensational uh, type of journalism, then I'm totally on board. Because that's a critique I've been making. But no, you probably think that the, the media, speaking about it like it's a monolith, that the media has some liberal agenda. Against white people or some shit like that. Which would be news to all of the white Republican bosses I have had my entire time in the media. Tones! RB! Love you guys. Welcome. I... Weed indeed. I'm not not high enough for this shit. said I'm not tall enough for this shit. I'm not tall enough to ride this ride. So you want private companies to be free of regulation, but you don't think they should be able to remove their own users. And also, there should be an age of consent! Right-wingers are morons. Also, I would like to I would like to address something somebody said to me on YouTube here. We gotta go find the video. It was on the Louis C.K. video I did. <laughs> Apparently they they big mad about what I had to say about Louis C.K. Oh, that's that's me. Also, I really love the thumbnail of Louis with the with the MAGA hat on. So their original comment was, "You appeal to your opposition, so you get their support." Also, misspelled there. Support fro-compromise that then lends credibility to your cause and thus affects more of your opposition to change sides. Attracts more of your opposition to change sides. If you create a situation where you never accept your opposition, even if they change some of their opinions, you're, misspelled your, just confirming to them your, misspelled your, an existential threat to them. This is how civil wars happen because once people feel communication uh, solves nothing, they'll start voting with bullets, and nobody wants that. Honey, honey, uh, Samuel Blackthorn. Notice how you said you never accept your opposition, even if they change some of their opinions. You just uh, you're just confirming to them you're an existential threat to them. You just described the right wing in this country, you fucking idiot! You just described the U.S. right wing. They will never accept us. 
They're, the Republican Party has nothing to offer me because they don't want me to exist. They don't want my friends to exist. My political opposition in this country has gone full-blown fascist. That's what we're talking about right here. I can't make appeals to full-blown fascists. They're never going to accept me. And making concessions to them is only going to erode everybody's rights. So why don't you go over to them and level your critique at them? Those people that are calling me the loony left, the woke mob, the libtards. Why don't you go over to them and talk about communication? You live in sexual anarchy? My response back was, why does the onus always fall on the left? And no one ever goes to right-wing videos to say that shit. It's because respectability politics benefits the status quo and the right. That's why you're never going to hear anybody critique the right like that. Well, why are you acting like that? You're going to drive people away from your cause. They are the status quo. They're always going to have people on their side. One, the onus falls on both. I can't fucking tell. Two, thank you for the generalization about what everyone in the country thinks and does. I don't know where I, where did I make a generalization? Where did I make a generalization in that? Uh, three, this is not even respectability politics. It's just common sense. I make sure to call my coworkers evil and stupid whenever I disagree with them. It really helps. I'm not calling people that I disagree with evil or stupid. I am calling people that are evil and stupid evil and stupid. Do you understand? Oh, I saw that video. I think I, uh, I think I actually bookmarked it. If you guys want to watch it, do do. I, I, uh, I put it in my. Also, I want to talk about swimsuit covers eventually. I didn't put it on tonight's show. Yep, yep, yep. Here is the uh, Uber or Lyft driver one. We're not exactly sure. I don't think. Hello, for Jackie, right? Yeah. How are you? Yeah, you're like a white guy. What's that? Are you like a white guy? See, I can't exactly tell what she says. It's like, oh, I, I think she gets in the car. It's like, oh, it's a white guy, and is pleasantly surprised or some shit. Are you like a normal guy? Like you speak English? Oh wow! Oh, you're like a normal guy. You speak English. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, you can't make appeals to these people. You just gotta break down and call them fucking morons. Like, that's why I just, like, I spent years trying to make logical, cogent, sound arguments to people that disagreed with me, only to be called cuck, libtard, snowflake, a whole bunch of pejoratives. So I'm just like, hey, why? Why even try? They're fucking morons. Sorry. Sorry. No, you can get out of the car. Good on this dude. 
What? It's completely inappropriate. If somebody was not white sitting in the seat, what would be the difference? Are you serious? Yeah, I call it. Meat cakes. Scrappy. Welcome, guys. Welcome, welcome. Ida. Dustin. Really? Yeah. Completely inappropriate. Oh, you're a fucking asshole. It's all on camera, man. It's all on camera. I should punch you in the fucking... Wow, you're a fucking asshole for calling out my racism. I should punch you in the face. <laughs> Apparently, this guy's a business owner. He owned the uh, he owned the bar they were picking up from or some shit. She said, "Wow, you're a white guy." Oh. That's okay. I'm not gonna take the ride. You guys can get out. Really? Yeah. Completely inappropriate. Oh, you're a fucking asshole. It's all on you're camera, a piece man. Of shit. It's all on I camera. I should punch you in the fucking face. Oh you're gonna threaten God. me. Yeah. Assault. I'm threat yeah. Fuck you. Wow. Because you guys are racist fucks. Dude, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. Fucking nigger lover. Fuck you. Whoa! Whoa! Did not hear that last part. Sorry. Get the fuck out of here. No. No, I'm calling the cops on you, man. Go ahead. It's all on camera. It's all on camera. Do you guys own the place? Is it your place? That's great. Everyone's going to know. Fossils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They own the place. Do we have the story? Has somebody linked the story somewhere? Hell yeah, the dude's Venmo. If you guys would like to show uh, your appreciation, please. John Pick, love you, bro. Love you. Uh, don't have information on the, uh, or it is, I don't believe. I really wanted to know uh, what the name of the business was. Uh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said switch from politics to Call of Duty stream for a moment. I didn't get that there at first, and then... Mm. I didn't play many first-person shooters, but I mean, the lobbies and the games I have played have been bad enough. So I can imagine, I've heard like it's especially bad with first-person shooters. Especially bad. Uh, all right, before we get to the depressing news tonight, please, let's, uh, let's start off with the rundown of tomorrow's primaries. The Republican mega donor scrambled to stop Doug Mastriano in the Pennsylvania governor's race. Republican leaders are pushing to coalesce around Lou Barletta amid worries that the party's current frontrunner, Doug Mastriano, would be easily defeated in the fall. Republican Senate candidate in North Carolina thrives as Trump and the Club for Growth squabble. Kathy Barnett, who we're going to talk about here in just a second, she's got some uh, she's got some demons in her closet. Says she can't provide a lot of context for her anti-Islamic tweets. A fracture in Idaho's GOP as the far right seeks control. Unfortunately, John Fetterman is recovering after a stroke before his Senate primary on Tuesday. We have a local news hit about that. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, John Pick. Uh, Justin Freakin is not my real name, but my real name is not hard to find. 
I even do it on, I do it daily on videos that are available on this here YouTube channel. I'm not hiding who I am, as many right-wingers accuse me of. It'd be weird to try to hide my identity when I've been published in newspapers on numerous radio stations. All under my given name. My, my, my Christian name, as some people might say. In Madison Cawthorn's district, it's strong opinions for him and against him. A Republican mega donor scrambled to stop Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania's governor race. That's one we'll be looking at. Jeff Yass, a Pennsylvania-based financier and a major Republican donor, had a straightforward request for Bill McSwain, a trailing candidate in the state's GOP primary for governor. During a phone call last Tuesday, Mr. Yass asked, will you consider dropping out? Mr. McSwain, a former U.S. attorney who has been fielding many such calls lately, said he would think about it. He had hung in thus far, and with a week to go, why quit now? Mr. Yass urged Mr. McSwain to consider the risk that if he stayed in the race, his candidacy could split the vote in a way that would help a polarizing far-right Republican candidate and put Democrats on a sure path to victory in the fall. The far-right candidate, Doug Mastriano, a conspiracy theory-minded state senator, leads polls ahead of Tuesday's primary. Republican leaders and donors have worried that if Mr. Mastriano wins the nomination, he would saddle the Republican Party with a candidate who might easily be defeated by Josh Shapiro, the Attorney General of Pennsylvania, who is running uncontested on the Democratic side of the race. A Republican Senate candidate in North Carolina thrives as Trump in the Club for Growth squabble. Rick Griswold, a 74-year-old lifelong Republican, doesn't know much about Ted Budd. Congressman he plans to support on Tuesday in the party's Senate primary election, but he knows exactly why he'll cast his ballot for Mr. Budd. Trump endorsed him! Mr. Griswold, an Army veteran, said as he collected tools at his part-time job at O'Reilly's Auto Parts. I like Trump! John, you know that RestreamBot is not a person. It's their, their, the RestreamBot is showing you messages from other people on other platforms. So RestreamBot could be comments coming from any number of people. Could be DLive, could be Mobcast, could be fucking Vaughn TV, could be Facebook, Twitter, but more than likely it's coming from Twitch. Kathy Barnett says she can't provide a lot of context for her anti-Islamic tweets. Kathy Barnett is a, a Republican Senate candidate in Pennsylvania who has climbed in the polls against two big spending rivals. on she's, she's going up against Dr. Oz tomorrow. On Sunday, sought to downplay her past Islamophobic messages on social media, telling a Fox News host that some of them were not even full thoughts, nor even full sentences, but rather prompts intended to facilitate a conversation. Jesus fucking Christ! Not full thoughts or not even full sentences is pretty much the way you can describe anything a right-winger says. Because right-wingers... Are morons. Well, let's not just talk about her 
Oh, we'll come back. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that here. Hey, Frank, remember, remember Miss Barnett. We're gonna come or Mrs. Barnett, whichever one you go by, ma'am. Remember her. Hey, Frank. Also, we should just call people Miss. Like we should not like whether they're married or not shouldn't matter. That is that is something I I strongly oppose. This is is stupid. A fracture in Idaho's GDP or GOP as the far right seeks control. Governor Brad Little had worked in recent years to slash taxes and ban abortion, but for uh, Janice McGreechen, who is the lieutenant governor, we've covered her before. And the hundreds gathered at a candidate's forum sponsored by the John Birch Society in late March. The governor was at a cross purposes with their view of just how conservative Idaho could and should be. So I guess the sitting governor is running for re-election. And the lieutenant governor running against him. That was the Republican who left the state briefly. And the lieutenant governor issued a mutinous but short-lived ban on coronavirus mask mandates. John Fetterman. Let's go ahead. Let's hear from local news hit. The frontrunner in the Democratic Senate primary in Pennsylvania, which, by the way... If he wins in the fall, will be a pickup for Democrats in the Senate. I am predicting that the Democrats pick up about two seats in the Senate. It could be as many as four. I think the Democrats retain control of the Senate. I could be wrong, though. But uh, Fetterman is one of the likely seats they will pick up. As he will stay in the hospital for now, he needs some time to rest and recover. He was admitted to Penn Medicine's Lancaster General Hospital, which means it is very possible he will not be on the campaign trail tomorrow, Election Day, in Pennsylvania. Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman running in the Democratic primary for that open U.S. Senate seat. He says he was feeling unwell last week, the exact symptoms unknown right now, but the campaign says he suffered a stroke caused by a blood clot, likely triggered by his heart beating in AFib, which usually means a rapid, sometimes chaotic heartbeat. Now, the campaign uh, poor dude. told him there was no cognitive damage to his brain. Fetterman says he initially avoided going to the emergency room, but it was his wife who pushed him to get it checked out. They released this video last night. Thank you, Fetterman's wife. As you can see, we hit a little bump on the campaign trail. Um, It was on Friday. Uh, I just wasn't feeling very well. So I decided, you know what? I need to get checked out. So I I went to the hospital. I made you. Well, Fetterman was initially diagnosed Friday, the public informed Sunday afternoon. His primary opponents, meantime, offering words of encouragement. Connor Lamb saying that uh, they're wishing him a speedy recovery. And Malcolm Kenyatta saying he hopes to see Fetterman back on the campaign trail soon. However, at this point, it is unclear when that could happen. We have reached out to the campaign for more details about the lieutenant governor's health. We are waiting on a full list of answers back. For now, we're live in Center City. Randy Gyllenhaal. NBC. So hopefully Fetterman pulls it out tomorrow. It is very possible that uh, it's going to come down between Dr. Oz and this lady 
to be Fetterman's opponent in the fall. Pennsylvania Republican candidate Kathy Barnett marching toward the Capitol on January 6th. We just talked about in the New York Times article her Islamophobic statements. This is the thing that's far more worrying to me, other than the fact that she's a bigot. Barnett is in a tight three-way GOP primary race and Pennsylvania Senate race. She argues she was more MAGA than Trump-backed Dr. Oz. She was pictured marching to the Capitol on January 6th. Probably is more MAGA then. She was seen... She's part of the ultra-MAGA! Which, by the way, I've seen conflicting reports. Fox News is reporting that a liberal think tank workshopped ultra-MAGA for six months. The White House said it was just Biden saying it off off the cuff. I would hope he just said it off the fucking... If they paid somebody to come up with that bullshit, Jesus Christ, that's why I need to run for office or get somebody to run for office and let me be their communications person because apparently it's a gravy train. But ultra maga Kathy Barnett, seen along members or seen along with members of the Proud Boys, her campaign said she was in D.C. to support President Trump and demand election accountability. But she did not participate in destruction of property, according to the statement. There is not evidence she breached the crap uh, the Capitol or engaged in violence. Close in here. Pennsylvania Republican Kathy Barnett has been identified in newly serviced photograph marching toward the Capitol on January 6th amid former President Donald Trump's election overturn uh, effort. Center in the hat. I believe this is her then? Oh, no, no, no. This is her. She's a black lady, of course, Justin. Some Republicans say the conservative commentator hasn't been properly vetted and have pointed to her statements on Muslims and homosexuality, but Barnett has argued that she is the true MAGA candidate in the race. Hard to argue that. Where Trump is backing TV physician Dr. Mahmet Oz and hedge funder Dave McCormick, who has more establishment backing. On Monday, NBC reported that Barnett can be seen in images taken January 6th marching toward the Capitol. She can be seen marching alongside Proud Boy members who were later arrested at breaking into the Capitol. So there's a picture of Barnett, McCormick, and Oz. Ginger, welcome! We we are we we are indeed in a descent into fascism. I don't know about enjoying it. I personally don't like having my balls stepped on. As long as we're talking about the Pennsylvania GOP, let's talk about this and January sixth, because you know, apparently the Democrats were trying hard to steal the election, but yet two Pennsylvania GOP staffers fired over alleged illegal ballot harvesting operation. Weird how every time we find evidence of somebody trying to interfere in the election, it's a fucking Republican. GOP group says it was just trying to help, but voters say they never signed off for GOP to collect their ballots. A pair of Pennsylvania GOP staffers were fired after allegedly orchestrating a potential ballot harvesting scheme, according to the Philadelphia Inquirer. C.J. Parker, 24, and Seamus O'Donnell, 27, 
were both sacked after allegedly sending dozens of ballots to a P.O. box associated with a Republican political action committee known as the Republican Registration Coalition. The PAC's chairman, Billy Lanzalotti, told the Inquirer that he had intended to hand-deliver the ballots to voters himself. I didn't do anything that, to my understanding, was against the law, Lanzalotti told the outlet, arguing that he was trying to help voters. There's been a number of problems with the post office lately, thanks to Republicans. Checks are being stolen out of the mail. They like it this way because I'm someone they trust. They should not trust you. Ballot harvesting, which involves having a third party collect or distribute ballots on behalf of voters, is strictly banned in Pennsylvania except to assist voters with disabilities. State law mandates that voters fill out and deliver their ballots themselves unless they provided authorization for someone else to perform both tasks for them. According to the Inquirer, only what that's the Philadelphia Inquirer, not the National Inquirer, only one of the voters whose ballots were collected by the Republican Registration Coalition had actually received their ballot. Many of the voters did not reportedly remember signing off on having their ballots collected or distributed by the PAC. The Inquirer also reported that there is no indication that Lanzalotti attempted to tamper with the ballots in question. Meanwhile, the January 6th committee has moved forward with subpoenaing subpoenaing five sitting Republicans, including... The, it says Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy is not the Speaker of the House. He is the House Minority Leader. He would be in line to be the Speaker of the House should Republicans retake control. He was the Speaker of the House previously. Bipartisan House Committee investigating the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol and former President Donald Trump's alleged attempts to overturn the 2020 election results have subpoenaed five House Republicans, including Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. A statement issued on Thursday, Committee Chairman Benny G. Thompson announced that the select committee had subpoenaed Republican representatives Kevin McCarthy, Scott Perry, Jim Jordan, Andy Biggs, and my congressman, Mr. Mo Brooks, who once complimented me on my fingernail polish. To be fair. The committee is seeking deposition testimony as part of its investigation into the events of January 6, 2021, when a group of Trump supporters stormed the U.S. Capitol building, disrupting the joint session of Congress assembled to formalize the president-elect Joe Biden's victory. Thompson said in his statement that the committee had previously invited all five lawmakers to appear appear voluntarily because it has reason to believe that they have relevant knowledge of the events on or leading up to January 6th and the activities related to the transfer of power. Regrettably, the individuals receiving subpoenas today have refused and we're forced to take this step to help ensure the committee uncovers facts concerning January 6th. We urge our colleagues to comply with the law, do their patriotic duty, and cooperate with our investigation as hundreds of other witnesses have done. The committee said in its release that McCarthy was in communication with President Trump before, during, and after the attack. Uh, what, uh, okay, it continues. Uh, but it doesn't get into the... 
the fact that they are on shakel sh- uh, shuckle shuckle ground. They are on shaky legal ground here. Can you subpoena a sitting member of Congress? We're going to find out, and the courts are going to rule on that very matter. That was something I wanted to point out. The Republicans, I assume, will indeed fight the subpoena. However, courts are very favorable to Republicans at the moment. Much like the Supreme Court, which was favorable to Ted Cruz earlier today. The Supreme Court just made it much easier to bribe a member of Congress. Case brought by Ted Cruz is a huge boon to rich candidates and moneyed lobbyists. It should be no surprise how this court has ruled. We're reading from Vox. The Supreme Court's conservative majority has been at war with campaign finance laws for more than a dozen years, stretching at least as far back as its decision in Citizens United versus the FEC. On Monday, the court's six Republicans appointees escalated this war. The court's decision in FEC versus Ted Cruz for Senate is a boon to wealthy candidates. It strikes down an anti-bribery... Man, I really can't talk. An anti-bribery law that limited the amount of money candidates could raise after an election in order to repay loans they made to their own campaign. Federal law permits candidates to loan money to their campaigns. In 2001, however, Congress prohibited campaigns from repaying more than 250 grand of these loans using funds raised after the election. They can repay as much as they want from campaign donations received before the election, although a federal regulation required them to do so within 20 days of the election. The idea is that if already elected officials can solicit donations to repay what is effectively their own personal debt, lobbyists and others seeking to influence lawmakers can put money directly into the elected official's pocket. And campaign donations that personally enrich a lawmaker are particularly likely to lead to corrupt bargains. Senator Ted Cruz manufactured a case to try to overturn that $250,000 limit, and now the court has sided with him. Indeed, now that this limit on loan repayments has been struck down, lawmakers with sufficiently creative accountants may be able to use such loans to give themselves a steady income stream from campaign donors. According to the Los Angeles Times, for example, Representative Grace uh, Napolitano, a Democrat from California, made a $150,000 loan to her campaign at 18% interest in 1998 before the 2001 law was enacted. Though Napolitano did eventually reduce the interest rate on the loan to 10%. The high-interest loan allowed her to make a considerable profit from donors. As of 2009, Napolitano reportedly raised $221,000 to repay that loan, $158,000 of which was classified as interest. Because the 6-3 decision in Ted Cruz neutralizes the 2001 law, lawmakers may now potentially use a similar scheme in order to funnel legal bribes into their personal bank accounts. Fuck Ted Cruz. Fuck Republicans. Fuck the Supreme Court. This is something every like the 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 law was written because of a Democrat. 
So this is something that both sides of the aisle should be able to agree on. But I can't go, much like the person on my YouTube that says I'm supposed to appeal to the Trump Republicans. I can go to them with this very example of a law we should all be behind. They're going to be against it. They're going to be against it. I comment, I tend to agree with you. I mean, we got to try. We can't resign ourselves. We got to fucking try. But damn, is it an uphill battle unless a whole bunch of baby boomers die off. And the RB is not just baby boomers. People older than baby boomers, as I pointed out many times, some of the people that are in the Senate and Congress are fucking older than baby boomers. Well, John Pick, the bums, the bums won't lose. There's more of us. There is more of us. But that is why right-wing propaganda tries to keep you angry at me about bullshit. About bullshit. About culture war nonsense. So you do not join with me about shit that is in your economic best interest. That's what right-wing propaganda's whole purpose is. Yes, Skycom. And that's, a, that's another thing is like the discrepancy between vaxxers and anti-vaxxers is leveled out now because uh, immunity is waning. Answer my phone. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know why it wasn't ringing. Uh, usually I can hear the phone ring. Do call back. I will answer my phone. There we go. Caller, you're on the Troll Patrol. What's going on? Justin, my brother, how are you? I am fantastic. How are you? Dude, you are looking and sounding fucking awesome. Thank you. Flattery will get you everywhere. Well, no, I don't. I don't. Look, you and I have talked several times, and, uh, you know, we have a, uh, 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 we'll call it a, a, a mild disagreement on the uh, uh, sides of the political aisle, right? Interesting. But you do make some good points. I try. Yeah. And what I would like to do is try to sort of bridge that gap between right and left. Okay. So, what can we do to to come together as 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 one? I mean, look, I feel like it's awfully unfair for you to go ahead and yell at us as being assholes on the right, and it's definitely unfair for me to say anybody who voted for Biden is an asshole, right? Uh, no, I don't know. No, I don't, I don't agree with that because like, I think I make a good, like, I'm not just throwing out pejoratives. I'm not just saying right-wingers are morons without backing up my case with evidence. I'm not not accusing, look, I'm not accusing you of that. Okay, okay. So, what I'm looking to do is try to find a little common ground. 
I think because the, uh, the bottom line at the end of the day, we are all Americans, man. And I mean, like if 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 Soviet Russia, they were still to exist, were to invade us today, even though we're on opposite ends of the political aisle, would we not? Would you would you band together with the Soviets and 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 fight America? Probably. Hold on, hold on. Let me. That's a, that's a, let, let's let's stop with that hypothetical here for a second. You talk about finding common okay. ground. Okay, I'm a far yeah. leftist, and there there yeah. are, there are people in the right in this country. Joe Biden is supposedly yeah. the common ground. How's that working out? <laughs> Joe, Joe Biden. <laughs> I mean, Joe Biden is the result of the common ground you're you're talking about. Uh, actually, no. How 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 so? He's a he's a right wing politician. I didn't want him elected. Nobody on the right wanted him elected. No, nobody wanted him elected. Somehow he got elected anyway. We're not going to do that, are we? What do you what, do you, what do you mean? Well. But you're, you're talking about Look, finding common gonna, ground, but I, I, Joe, I, I, Joe Biden is common ground, isn't he? dive into conspiracy theories, man. I don't know how we're getting into conspiracy theories. I think that's that's pretty obvious that Joe Biden is like the result of a common ground strategy. Uh, okay, let's go down that road. Let's say he is. And if... But there, there is, there is. No, dude. We, we are at a point. No. Okay, like where, like, is Tucker? No matter what happens, Tucker Carlson is never going to praise a Democrat, right? Yep. That is that is like the the white. You're wanting me to find common ground with people who do not want to find common ground with me. So that's it's 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 hard so, for me to get there, right? No, no, Jay. Justin, it's not about fucking Joe Biden or Donald Trump or Tucker Carlson. It's about John Pick or Justin Freakin' or, oh, I mean, I don't, I don't know, like some of the other people, uh, 16 Tone Studio. But it's the, about but the problem, RB. It's about but the problem, Borg. But the problem we face right no, now. No, 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 pro- no, no. no. The problem is, is that we let these fucking assholes at the top determine our opinions too much. What we really need to do is talk about it amongst ourselves. And fuck all these assholes at the top. Fuck the elites. All of them are bullshit. We is, know that. We can agree there. Tucker Carlson. The, the, um, fucking the, Brian Stelter. Fucking... The, Cure for Anybody what the cure the for what you're talking about is leftist policies. I've what? got I've got we are we live in a hyper capitalist society. We're, this is late stage capitalism collapsing. Well, you know the problem with what you're saying is that capitalism was actually a phrase invented by the Soviets, trying to disparage the American economic system. But let's let that go for a second. That's not true. <laughs> Capitalism works. It no, it doesn't. You know why? Because of a fucking a rising tide lifts all boats, man. 
You're not. You're, you're not in a rising. Ho 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 ho. First of all, like this is this is a misnomer about capitalism. They always point to like, oh, the people at the bottom get lifted up, which is correct. But you don't. What you don't see is the rest of the fucking graph. That all of the gains in capitalism, capitalism, <laughs> go to the very bottom and the very top, and it hollows <laughs> out the middle. Yes. 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 Yes, I I agree with you there, Justin. And I agree well, as you, you as well you should because it's all the data no, shows it. Look, no, no, you, you, dude, you're not catching an argument. What I agree with you, and and you know what? And the problem with that, sir, it doesn't have anything to do with left or right. It has to do with fucking. Um, it has to do with with economics but it does it does the answer no, to our problems no, is leftist policies left or right politics yes it does yes. it totally does the cure for our problems as a society is well, leftist policies yeah. well see here's what you here's what i really really do and and you know we've talked many times um you know not many, but like maybe four, five, six times. Okay. And you and I, I, I feel like I have a pretty good respect for you. Um, we talked about the uh, Keystone Pipeline and the Seattle Seawall and all this. Kind oh, of thing. okay, okay, John. Okay, I remember you now. <laughs> I had, I had, and 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 I'm a very reasonable guy, right? Are you? And I'm not trying to fucking come on here and yell at you and scream at you because you know what? Ultimately, dude. We're fighting against the party, not the Republicans or the Democrats. The party kind of controls the whole thing. But I'm I'm, the, I'm not a Democrat. Like, nobody would accuse me no, of that. Like, I, no, I caucus with the Democrats. I'm not a Republican, sir. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I mean, what, what we are looking for is what's going to help the American people the best, Leftist right? policies. We may have differing views on how that's going to work. It has been 40 years. Justin Freakin' is not an evil guy. John Pick is not an evil guy. I I agree. We may have differing views on how to get there. But, I mean, the the rhetoric and the freaking vitriol and the anger, it it just destroys my heart, man. But are you, okay, so you consider yourself on the right side of the spectrum, correct? Well, unfortunately, dude, I consider myself a child of, of, of the Lord. But, um, and, and look, dude, before you make fun of me for that, go ahead. No, but I'm not, I'm not going to. You, you've been incredibly respectful. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to make fun of you for it. I am a child of the Lord. Okay. And I just want what's right for my country, bro. And leftist policies like that's that's like Jesus the policies that the fucking promoted leftist sides, policies the fucked up the policies are fucked up on both sides man no 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 no, 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 no I mean you don't fucking you don't expect me to fucking believe that Mitch McConnell is a fucking starch staunch right winger do you yes no fucking way Mitch McConnell no, is the definition fucking no 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 look no hear me out hear me out He's, he's, he does whatever is best for Mitch McConnell. 
That guy, I wouldn't vote for him in a hundred. Dude, years. he has been one of the most principled Republicans that has ever existed, and one of the most effective no, lawmakers dude, in the so history untrue. of this country. That is so untrue. That is so untrue. He is. He is. He's a. He's a machine politician. He is just as. He is the same as Dick Durbin. He is the same as fucking any of those people out there. Yeah, they're all and, fucking neoliberal conservatives. They're all politicians. They're all neoliberal conservatives. <laughs> yep. And honestly, dude, I was a very fucking staunch conservative voter of Ted Cruz. And I'm not sure anymore. Ted Cruz is one of the worst politicians ever. Actually... I might be on your page, bro. You should. All the evidence is there. Like that's that's what I, I, I don't I understand, man. Like you're, that's you're, what I'm trying to tell you're, you. You're Justin. trying to say that Mitch McConnell isn't a conservative, you. but he has been one of the most what? staunch what? conservatives. No, no, he is literally do, birthed man. by the, the 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 John Birch Society. What we need to do, Justin, is band together as Americans and force all these. Fuckheads out. Leftism, collective leftism is collectivism. Fuckuism, whateverism. Why do we have to have isms at all? What is Americanism? Because the solutions have already been prescribed to us. But like for some reason, you won't let me talk about it. Collective bargaining, putting unions together, making sure our labor is is is, uh, uh, a powerful force, and all that. That that's a conversation we can have. We need to get money out of politics, which means we have to go take over the system I ourselves. Fucking agree with you, man. Leftist policy. And no, it's not just policy. Do you know I, what I ca- totally do you know what capitalism means? Do you know the definition of capitalism? <laughs> do tell. It is belief in money. Ism means belief in capital money. You know how you know you know that capitalism came. It means was was fired off by the Soviets, right? No, you're wrong on that. First of all, (laughs) no, I'm not. uh, Yes, you are, because like it was invented by like an American philosopher, and I'm like I'm I'm blanking right now, dude. Like you don't know what you're talking. This is the same thing with the Seattle Seawall and the Keystone Pipeline. It's it's back to like man, like I don't want to have to like keep telling you you're wrong about things. Well then. You could just finally agree that I'm right. But you're not right! That's the point! (laughs) Oh my god! Okay, 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 fine. Justin, I'm wrong. I'm full of shit. But am I wrong in my opinion that we we should band together as Americans? What do you think leftism is, dude? We should band together as Americans. Leftism is collectivism. Banding together as Americans. It's the right wing trying to get you from joining. Yes, dude. Anti-American. Collectivism is anti-American. We did not become dude. Dude, because shut up for a second. You just said. You just said. You just said we need to band together as Americans, and then said collectivism is anti-American. Are you a fucking idiot? Apparently. 
You just contradicted yourself, man. No, I didn't. I didn't. You're twisting my words, man. You don't have to be a collectivist to get together as an American. Like, I don't have to fucking pay my neighbor's mortgage to be how? Just as how? To, how? To are, his house. Okay, I agree like, with like, you. Well, no, no, I, no, hold no, on, Justin, shut Justin, up, dude. Justin, shut up. Justin. Shut up. Shut up. No, you. Shut I up. agree you with you. Why don't you hear me out? Will you hear me out for a second, please? Go on. Okay. So, <clears throat> I don't have to pay my neighbor's mortgage to defend his house from intruders, right? That is Americanism. That is love thy neighbor. And you know what? If you want to go and do that, that is out of the Bible. Because I don't necessarily like all my neighbors, but I will defend their property till the day that I die, as long as I live here and I'm able to do so. And I would hope that they would do the same for me. But collectivism means that I'm going to pay their mortgage. Jesus fucking Christ. No, it that's that's what collectivism is. It's I have to pay their mortgage. And now don't get me wrong, but No! Where if, are you pulling this I from? Neighbor, if I had a neighbor that came to me and said, Hey look, I'm running a little short this month, could you help me? And I'll tell you this because I see me do it. I have paid neighbors rent. With no obligation whatsoever. Because they were solid people. They had helped me out in the past. We had, you know, it's, 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 it's not even a quid pro quo. John, like, man, hey, John, 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 you, John, John, can John. Can help me out? Can't, get, explain to me how I'm supposed to find common ground with you and join with you to take out the elites. When I tell you, oh, join with me in collectivism and, and institute these policies. And you're like, no, that's anti-American. Do you see the disconnect well, here? Oh, no, no. Yeah, well, I obviously, I, I do see the disconnect. But the disconnect is you can't have collectivism that works at the point of a gun. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, John, 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 John. To do. You can't be like, well, collectivism doesn't work when it's enforced at the point of the gun. What the fuck does that mean, dude? I can explain it to you. Please. Okay. So, if you're forced to do something, it makes you resentful of that act. If you choose to do it, then it... It, it either is a righteous act, and, and listen, stop, don't, I'm, I know what you're going to say. Some people some people think that, that you can get to heaven based on your acts. Well, Jesus Christ didn't say that. He said that your acts are important in your journey to heaven, but you can't be a fuck-assa and then just pay somebody's rent and expect to go to heaven. You, it, charity is charity for a reason. And so if if you want to donate what you are you saying is right wing fucking nonsense to keep you from joining that, in me. 
It is to keep you from joining with me to nationalize industries that would be in our best uh, interest. I this conversation. Oh, John, let me talk. Let me talk. Let's yep, take health yep, insurance, yep, for yep. instance. A lot sorry, of right wingers will say, like, oh, like Rand sorry. Paul made this argument. You can't force me at the barrel of a gun to provide health care to somebody. That's not a free more blah, 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 blah. You've heard that argument. That's the same argument you just made, right? No. Yes. That was the, okay, that was the so argument you we'll made against collectivism. In, in, that was the Rand Paul argument. <laughs> Look, I, 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 I said I'd let you talk. And so you asked me a question. I disagree. Go ahead. But that was the that was the very same argument Rand Paul made. You can't force me as a doctor at the barrel of a gun to provide health care to somebody. That's not freedom. But what we're what we're actually talking about here is pulling our tax dollars together because it is cheaper. This collectivism is what I'm describing here because insurance works best when everyone's in the pool. The more people there are in the pool, the more it disperses risks. So the cheapest then way to why provide did Mick Jagger fly from the UK to Miami to get a heart fucking surgery with socialized medicine in the UK. Oh my god, dude. Like I'm asking you a question. My cousin, I'm from Washington state. My cousin Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Yep. Do you disagree that we rank I, I think 30th last time I checked in healthcare outcomes in the world? I'm not sure I brought up that statistic. Well, that's where we rank in healthcare based outcomes. Based on what? Based on what? Based on what? Healthcare outcomes. Based on what? Income level. Based on overall, on, the on entire country, on, we rank 30th. Because while Mick Jagger can fly in here what? and get whatever the fuck based he wants done, what? my teeth are rotting out of my head because I haven't had insurance my entire goddamn adult life. Based on what is your number? My, I'll tell you what. <laughs> um, I have a condition. I went to an urgent care. I was sent to a fucking surgeon and I was fucking solved in three weeks. Congratulations! That is not the way the healthcare system works for anybody else in this fucking country. Matter of fact, do you know what the number one cause of bankruptcy is in this country? Yeah, I do. What is it? It's it's healthcare. It's medical debt that doesn't exist in any other country, dude. Well, let me tell you what. Also, medical care on demand doesn't exist in any other country. Yes, and it does. You know yes, it does. Oh, yes, no, it no, does. Yes, it does. Justin, Justin, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out, bud. Dude, I've got so, people from all over the oh world no, watching me right now, and they're laughing at you. you. They are laughing at you. 
They can laugh at me, all four of them. But let me, hear me out. The problem is, sir, is that, you know, if things would have just been fucking left alone, but Theodore, I mean, sorry, Franklin Roosevelt fucked that up by making, uh, now, don't get me wrong. I don't feel like he did this on purpose. Although I do think that, that, that Roosevelt was the worst, well, third worst president in American history. But I believe that it was an Oh, oh most historians consider that, him our greatest president. And you're like, he's our third worst president. I'm sorry? Most historians consider him our greatest president. But John Pick thinks he's the third worst president. Interesting. Well, well okay, fine. I, I, I did tell you it was my opinion, right? I don't know why you have to lay into me about my opinion. We just talked about how opinions are an American right. But hey, man, anyway. hey, like we've we've talked before, and like multiple <laughs> well, times, I've had to be like, "That's wrong. That's, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong." Can I explain wrong. to you why? Can I explain to you why I think that? I wish that you would take. Can I explain to you why I think that? Okay, go on. Okay, so <clears throat> during his administration, and actually, I think it was even a. Even during Woodrow Wilson, a couple of administrations before him, uh, they had they they set up the uh, income tax, right? I think that was Woodrow, right? Oh, Woody, dude, you're getting ready to hit me with some far right fucking nonsense, aren't you? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm getting ready to hit you with some truth, dude. There is no opinion here. So Woodrow Wilson implemented the uh, income tax and he did it in such a way that it was taken out of your check by your employer without the employee ever seeing it on his like he didn't have to cut a check to the government right is yes no fuck i don't know what the fuck you're talking about dude it's the income tax of 1913 is that not true i've not fucking studied it so, I, I'm leading up to this. <clears throat> so, the the only reason the income tax flew was because they were able to backdoor it through Woodrow Wilson, who is, by the way, probably, he was a progressive leftist, right? Yes? No, he was a horrible oh, no. racist, and he was very bought out Absolutely. by business. fucking literally. Yes, sir. You and I, see, we get it. But no, he was not a leftist. Um, I don't think you know what a leftist is. Well, okay. I'll I'll concede that point. But uh <clears throat> he's the one that instituted the uh for fucking what for example, tax. what do you think Lee, Abraham Lincoln would would be classified as? I'm sorry. Abraham Lincoln. What would you classify him as? What a Oh, man, Abraham Lincoln was, yep, I agree with you, Justin. Agree with what? That guy had no fucking intention on ending slavery. 
I said that. No, but you know. And no, 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 no. That is not what he said either. No, 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 no. It said if he could preserve the union while ending slavery, he'd do that. If he could preserve the union while yeah. preserving slavery, he'd do that. That's not yeah. exactly yeah. his intention. Yeah. Yeah, but what does that have to do with it? I asked you how you would classify Abraham Lincoln. I would classify Abraham Lincoln as a fucking Mitt Romney. I don't think you know Jack yeah, about politics, Jack dude. No, he straddled the fence. <laughs> he um he 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 did what he had to do. And he did what was right, ultimately, unlike Mitt Romney. Uh, we actually, I, there's nobody like, like, like Abe Lincoln. I mean, it's, it's hard to say. Like, Abe Lincoln was a very polarizing figure. He had one foot out the door and the other one on a banana peel, no doubt about it. I mean, you can look at the Douglas debates, Right. And he he kind of got, you know, Abe Lincoln is the kind of guy that was drawn into greatness. He wasn't a great man. Can you agree with that? To me, you're just repeating shit that you heard on History Channel or something. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of shit like <laughs> Abraham Lincoln was drawn into greatness, said the dude with the weird hair on History Channel, right before he talked about how Abe Lincoln was also a fucking vampire slayer. Wait, was he? I missed that part. That uh, no, there's a whole fucking there's a novel written about his no, no. I did not see that history channel show. Uh, I'm making a joke. That didn't actually happen. I was Conflating multiple things, oh, but go on, right, go right. on, go on. <laughs> yeah, so what? Maybe I am fucking spewing rhetoric about it, but it's true. The guy was a fucking rebel without a cause. He just was the guy that was thrown in. <laughs> like, you or I could find ourselves in a situation like that, potentially. Not necessarily on that scale. But we like, have we have been all company. over the place here. So I, I once again back to collectivism. The problems we face okay. as a country require collective. They are bigger than we are able to solve by ourselves. Like the fact that our healthcare system is incredibly broken. We rank thirtieth well, in the oh, world. Yeah, that's right. We were going. We were going toward how that happened. We rank thirtieth in the world for <laughs> no, healthcare returns. That's right. Let's circle the re- back the, to that. The reason, why, the reason why that happened is because we have privatized health insurance in this company, in this country. With yeah, a very yeah, yeah. fractured... And it was actually privatized without government intervention because I don't know how old you are, uh, Justin, but when I was a kid, it used to cost like 20 bucks to go to the doctor. And I'm not that fucking old. Um, but... You know, like the government, oh, yeah, Roosevelt did the uh, whole uh, Labor Reform Act 
<laughs> and then it got so so somehow this is uh, Roosevelt's no, part. No, listen, this stop, is stop, Roosevelt's stop, fault stop, for doing a labor stop. reform act, which was beneficial health to ins- labor. Health insurance became tied to the jobs under Roosevelt. Yes, I agree. And that's that- when the government got involved in health insurance, and that's when no! it got all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the government's fault that health insurance is so bad. Yeah. You're an idiot. I know. I've admitted that to you many times, dude. You just, like, what? follow with me. You just said they tied it to employers and insurance has gotten they, worse no, and no, worse. No, 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 no. And you, worse. You, no, no, no. They tied it to employment. I didn't say they tied Employ- it to employers. It is the they employer's responsibility. They, they tied it to your employer. <clears throat> well, because, and look. They tied look, it to your it employer. I didn't say anything wrong. I didn't misspeak, did I? They tied it to your employer. Yep. And, and it was a double-edged sword, and I'll explain that to you, too, if you'd like to hear it. Do you know why so, it's tied to your employer? Mm-hmm. Do you know What's why? That? Why it was tied to the employer? Yes. 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 Hit me with it. Because, and as I was fucking telling you, it was a double-edged sword. Because at the same time, they implied mandatory overtime, which, dude, stop before you yell at me, isn't a bad thing. But what ended up happening was they started coming up with these things called fringe benefits. And so health insurance became tied with employment as a fringe benefit because they were not, were not allowed. You're almost there. You're almost there. You're almost there. So that employers can hold it over your head. And that is the reason why they okay. don't want to so, change the system. Okay, so, Justin, look, common ground, brother. But that's not the government. We, you seem to think the government is the problem, and it's not. Well, Everything with you gov- comes back to the government did this, the government did that, without ever acknowledging who lobbied the government to do that, or that who is paying the politicians to put that into, into effect. Corporations okay. are fucking you. Hey. Justin, Justin, I'm actually going to give you that one. You're fucking right. I know I'm right. I'm well aware of it. And I have all the solutions for you, but you tell me that the solutions are anti-American. Yeah, absolutely they are. So my solution is to remove my solution. My solution is to remove corporations from the administering of our health care, put everybody in the pool, which disperses the risk and do a single payer system. Anti-American is making me pay for your health care. 
that sense, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about pooling risk in insurance. You say, oh, it's me having to pay for you. No, we're all paying into the system. Because in the system we're at right now, you're paying way more than you would. John, John, shut up and let me talk. Shut up, John. Shut up, John. Shut up, John. The problem that we have, dude. You are paying way more than anyone else in any other fucking country. The United States spends more on healthcare than like the next five countries combined, dude. You don't understand what you're talking about. No, it is much I do cheaper. What I'm talking about. And no, actually, you don't. I agree with you. I agree with you. Do you? I because I, the solution is a single payer Justin. universal health care system. That is collectivism. <laughs> that is that is socialized medicine, as the right calls it, and that is the solution to our health care problem. Is it perfect? No. But it would be much better than the system we currently suffer under. Oh no, no. Look. The current system that we suffer under right now, and I will agree with that fucking phrase. The system that we suffer under. I agree with Will you? Because you, you were defending it. and was like Mick Jagger comes here to get fucking surgery. Um, you... No, that's not what I said. I did yeah, say... It is what you Mick said. Jagger Mick Jagger got plenty of no. fucking money. What I said was, Justin, is that America has the best health care in the world. It does, it, not. it does not. not. No, it no. does not. It does not. Do not twist my words. America does not have the I best health care in the world. What you just said was fundamentally yeah, we false. I did no, not, we do, do not. not twist my words. I did not say that we have the best health care system. I didn't say that. We do not have the best health care in the world we either. Healthcare. We have the best doctors. We have the greatest No, we don't. We no, we don't. Greatest technology. Then why didn't Mick Jagger go to fucking Iceland? Because he would get treated like everybody else there, dumb fuck. Oh, that's horrible. God forbid we have fucking... God forbid we have a healthcare system where you can't get prioritization because you've got money. Obviously, oh, you can't go to Iceland because you just get treated like a regular plebe. Yes! Yes. You want yes. your health? Yes, it's, you don't want a healthcare system. It's like, oh, we'll take this rich man over so the poor person dying on the street. A, why should we favor a system? Why should we favor a system that treats everybody like plebes? Treats I, everybody I like plebes. You. Treats everybody no. equally. You stupid fuck! God damn, no. dude. Justin, why should we have a system that treats me, everybody like please? No, a system that treats you, everybody equally, where Mick no, Jagger doesn't get here, priority because he's got money. Well, here's the problem, Justin. Please hear me out. I agree with you. No, you don't. I agree with you. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I'll tell you how. Why should Mick Jagger get treated? Because okay, we're getting. Will you just, can we fucking regroup for a second, take a deep breath, and let me fucking talk? How drunk are you? Can we do that? Huh? How drunk are you? I'm not. Seriously? Yeah. That's worrying. Yeah, I know. I know. That's what my wife tells me. 
You might want to listen to her. <laughs> well, it took like an hour and a half for you to ask that question, so it seems like I've been making sense, but... I just didn't care that you were drunk, dude. Everybody has thought well, that you were drunk this entire time. I mean, I'm sitting, fine, I'm sitting here taking, taking gigantic ribs. But here's the point. And if, 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 if you're saying that socialized medicine is so great, then why didn't Mick Jagger go to Iceland? And I explained it to you that Mick Jagger is rich. Because so instead, he went to the country. Because it's socialized medicine, man. Oh, my God, you're fucking dumb. Yep. No, he came here where he could jump the line and be uh, fucking have have the private fucking suite. He can buy out the top floor of the fucking hospital because it's a capitalist society. But if he went to Iceland, he'd be treated just like everyone else. Iceland ranks far, far ahead of the United States in healthcare outcomes. Hey, let me ask you a question, Justin. What do you do for a living? Seriously? Quick question. I am an audiovisual technician. And that's treating you pretty well, I suppose. I wouldn't say it's treating me well. What I would say is that I have worked insanely hard my entire life to get to a position where I now work for myself and don't have to take shit from anybody. And that is a fucking admirable thing. But you couldn't do that in a socialist society. Oh, my God. You don't know what socialism means, do you? One of us doesn't. Okay. Remember how we went back to capitalism, belief in capital? Capitalism means the people with the money make the rules. That's what capitalism means. Are you following with me? Yep, yep. The technical term is ownership of the means of production. Capitalism requires private ownership of the means of production. That's the technical definition. Yep. Socialism. Ism. Belief in. Society. Belief in society. So Now, why is that a bad word? Socialism means collective ownership of the means of production. So, <clears throat> you just told me that you work for yourself and you do your yes, own thing. Yes, I'm right? a capitalist and you aren't. You have a boss, right? You clock in. You you take orders from somebody, right? Um, no, not really. I mean, yes, there is a... You have large- a boss. You work for somebody, correct? You are an employee. You get a W-2. Yeah. I don't get a W-2. I file my taxes so, as a small business so owner. I am a that, capitalist, and you aren't. You understand that, right? Because okay, I own my means of production. I'm not against capitalism. What? Oh my god, I'm not against capitalism. 
Huh? Once again, I'm a capitalist. You're not. I'm clearly not against capitalism. You seem to think that capitalism <laughs> is, is the exchange of, of goods and services for money. And that's not, it's not commerce. Co- capitalism and commerce are two different things. Commerce exists in a socialist society. Yeah, I mean, the NBA will tell you that. Huh? I mean, they're sucking the dick of China, but anyway. China is more capitalist than we are, are, dude. China is kicking our ass at capitalism. You are your own boss, though, right? Yes, I file my taxes as a small business owner. Dude, I appreciate you, man. I don't get a W-2. I am a capitalist. You are not. So why are you sucking the dick of capital? Um, do you want the short answer or the long answer? I want the short answer because, goddamn, we've been doing okay. this for too long. The, sh- the short answer is that, yes, I do work for a firm. That's fact. Yep. Yeah, you have a and boss. you get a paycheck. They own your means of production. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Then why do you work for them? Because, I'll tell you why I work for them. Because they have a really good reputation. Because they're the capitalists. They have the money. They have They have I, the means of production. Yeah. That's why you work for them. But I, I am the fucking product that they buy. I am the whore. They, no, you're not. Own, I run my own small business under that umbrella. Yes. No, you don't. You don't. Except I do. I, I actually don't really have a boss. I do have somebody who, I guess you could say, looks over me, but I don't talk to my boss ever because I do my own work. Dude, you are stupid, man. Like, I I I appreciate you being here, but, like, man, like, why are you so dumb? I don't know, Justin. Like, really? Let me ask you this, too. Why do I fucking like you so much? I think you're awesome, man. I don't, I appreciate I really you do. thinking I'm awesome, man. Like, I like, respect I, the hell I, out of you. Nothing. Not, you I, like, insult I, me I, constantly, and that's, you know, it's fine. But, dude, I love you. I'm not, in, I'm not insulting you. You're just very ignorant on things. That's, 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 just, that's just a statement of fact. I wish, dude, I wish, I wish I was more ignorant because... You know, ever since, dude, I've been around the block a lot. And look, I know that you're, I I can't read them. Um, I don't have my glasses, but I know that you're fucking, your people are in the comment section making fun of me. And you know what? I love all of them too. I love them for sticking with you. And I love them for fucking hearing us out. And I'm not going to give that up, dude. I'm not going to give up my principles. I don't know what principles you have, man. I really don't. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. 
I know. I know nothing. You have said nothing. I haven't. No. I know. I know. I know that you're a Christian. That's that's about all I can gather from you. Is that bad? It explains a lot. It means you're gullible. What's what? How's that? I I don't I don't I don't know how that's not I like I'm Religion is an insult to human dignity. Without it you'd have good people doing uh, good things and evil people doing evil things. But for good people to do evil things, that takes religion. Uh, my quote that is a no. I, I don't no, know. No, no, no. For good people to do evil things, that requires it takes religion. human nature. Nope, nope, nope. Religion it takes religion. Religion with or without it. Nope, 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 nope. nope. They always, evil. they always subscribe a higher meaning. The Nazis justified their their fucking actions because they thought God was on their side. And it's been the <laughs> same throughout history. Yeah, that is true. I know it's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But that doesn't make it the true fucking belief. What? It's true. That doesn't make the, it a true fucking belief. I don't I don't get that. The KKK. Okay, so are you telling me that all Muslims are terrorists? No. Of course not. I don't believe that. Did I say that in any way? Did I did I uh, imply no, that in you, any way? You, you tried to tie Nazism to Christianity. Well, the Nazis were indeed Christian. They They're actually were not Christian. Supported by the Catholic Church. Yes, they were. God be with us was on their belt buckles. Yeah, but what God? Their own God. Not my God. Dude, your God is your God and your God alone. There is no one God. Your God is the God that you made up in your fucking head. It's the same with the fucking Allah Akbar fucks. But we're not, we're not going to blame any of the fucking, all the Muslims for 9-11, are we? No, I really do blame religion for all the horrors that have been caused in our, in our, I mean, not all of them exclusively, but most of them can be traced back to religion, yes. There, there is that. Yep. And I don't know why. I, you people insist on believing in this shit, and it's just <laughs> so you can justify your own actions, I believe. That's, well, that's my I belief. I can tell you why. I can tell you why. <clears throat> because... There were a lot of sects back in the day. Not sects, but S-E-C-T-S. Sex. Yes, I'll get you. A lot of religious sects. Yeah. And the Old Testament was full of fucking anger and vitriol. but And that was misinterpreted as, yeah, it was fucked up, man. I get you. I 100% agree with you. See, the problem is... Justin, is that you and I agree on almost as much as we disagree on. We just, you, we just can't, I guess, use the words to make it work. Because you and I have agreed on a lot of shit tonight. You never explained why you're a Christian. I'm a Christian because I think that 
the, my, my, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. That's stupid. Okay. That's okay. You think you can telepathically communicate with some kind of a deity, dude? Nope. Nope. Yes. Yes. Nope. Yes. Nope. You, pr- you pray to nope. Jesus, don't you? I do. You think you can telepathically communicate with a deity? That is just me describing nope. what you're doing. Yes. No. Yes. No. God no. hears your prayers, right? God hears my prayers because I you are con- out loud. you are telepathically communicating with a no. deity. No, that's not true. I don't. I don't pray in silence, Justin. I pray oh, that's weird. Loud. That's weird. You don't pray in silence because the Bible sure fucking says to. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. I pray out loud. I don't pray it, silently. It, it says not I to make a show of prayer. And that's okay. To be yeah, in your room, be it silent. It makes me feel better. And that's but what Okay, what that that, that has nothing that do. has that has nothing to do with the world and how it works. You're 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 nutty, right? You're nutty. You believe you believe you got a personal deity. That's a little nutty. I guess so. Yeah, I mean if you want to look at it that way. I do. I'll go ahead and go with that. And I think that people that believe that there are a personal deity should be kept away from the levers of power. Except for the problem is just you people are, are fucking nuts. Deity. I don't have a personal deity. I have the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He's not my personal deity. I'm not praying to Frank. I'm not praying to Justin Freakin. I'm praying to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He is not my personal deity whatsoever. That's not what that phrase means. I don't know what that phrase means. You made that up. Hey, I'm 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 praying to no, I didn't myself. Okay, fine, you didn't. That's okay. Look, I'm not here to argue with my Christianity, dude. I don't know why you brought or, it up. I don't know why it mattered <laughs> in in any way. So it matters because it's really important. In it is life. not important. It is not important in any way, shape, or form. It can be important to you, but when it comes to matters of public policy, which is what we discuss on this show, fucking not important at all. Well, yes and no. No, no, no. It is not important in any way. Yes and no. No. <laughs> How No. Explain how it's important. Okay. Um, how about um, in whole family life? How about an, an intact family? Huh? How about an intact family? Mother, father, children in the house all together being raised as a family. What does that have to do with the fucking Bible? That's the whole center. Huh? That's the whole center. Of the Bible? The center. Of the Bible? What? 
Okay, first of all, this idea <laughs> of the nuclear family that you're describing, the mother, father, and the children, like, living on their own and Do shit. Do I need to go back to the garden on Genesis fucking that's, 2? That's, that's, like that's like the last century. Like, that's not a thing that has ever existed before, like, the last century in U.S. specifically. Are you kidding me? Yes. The, uh, no, 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 the, I'm not kidding the single you. Parent, the single parenthood rate. No, 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 no. no. Families used to be far more communal. Communal. You lived in communities. You yeah. had all your aunts and uncles and grandparents and everybody live together in a close-knit community. Families as this nuclear family, uh, the, the father, woman, and the children, that is a last-century yep. invention. No, actually, it's a uh, it's an invention of... As since humankind started, it's actually within the last century that that went away. Oh my god! You didn't listen to anything I just said, did you? I did. Families used to live more communally. Aunts, uncles, yep. grandparents, everybody lived together. It wasn't yep. this one small group the 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 father the wife and the children that's that's a recent invention my point. you're making my point am i yeah how how are you not? i just disputed what you just said <laughs> no you didn't you actually kind of went with it because i was saying that the the problem we have now is the downfall of the american family and you said the American family, which you described as a husband, wife, and children, is an, a recent invention. The idea of the American family isn't <laughs> how it was. We lived communally because because back in the day we used to have you know like higher, uh, much higher mortality rates. So if the father was to die off. The uh, other people in the communal living arrangements would pick up the slack. I know I'm getting awful close to saying communism, aren't I? No, love, love how our love how our co our caller is advocating for communism, but uh, doesn't even know it. But once you call it communism, mm -hmm. they'll, they'll be like, "Oh no, that's anti-American." <laughs> no, dude, that's not what I'm saying at all. You're actually making my point. I'm not. Yes, you are. Continue. You're making my point by taking it back a couple of generations. Because my point was that the family is a, a mother, father, and, and children. And then you went ahead and took it back a couple of generations to say that it used to be aunts, uncles, grandmas, grandpas, mothers, fathers, mothers, fathers, you know, because, you know, cousins, sisters, brothers, uncles. And... You're making my point. You are making my point. No, I'm not. Yeah, you I was are. You just refuting don't know. your point. No, you're not. You're making my point. Because I wasn't trying to go back five generations. And you're making my point, showing the evolution of the family going from what you talk about to what I originally brought up to now 70% fucking single mothers 
in the black community and 40% single mothers in the white community and like 4% or I don't even know the number, honestly, in the Asian community. And guess who's doing well? The Asians, better than everybody. Mother and father and the family, and it doesn't have anything to do with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It has to do with the creation of the family that God, God himself, did that, the creation of the family. You can fucking cover your eyes, but you made my point. No, I didn't. I... God damn. Fuck. You didn't mean to. You didn't mean to. You didn't mean to. You did, though. Because you kind of just fucking... I didn't even bring it up. You you go ahead and did that. Curious, sir. Welcome. Good evening. I I honestly don't know what your point is, dude. I, I really don't. Yeah, you do. All over the place. Yeah, you do. Family is what God created. And the better family situation you have, the more successful you're going to be. And really, that's what it boils down to. Oh, really? Is that true? Is that that true? Is that true? Is that true? The the better the family situation is. Uh, Dude, like, fucking, I live alone, man. I live alone. I know. I don't stand. I can't you stand were probably people. Probably raised with a mother and father in the household, though. My dad wasn't around. My dad was a drug addict. You raised so, money and father in the house, dude. So you you are a success story. Am I? I How, good on you. What the fuck? Good on you, man. <sighs> I mean, there's also equal number of us. I was raised with two parents in the household, and I was a total fuck-up. It's not a fucking, it's not a magic bullet. But it definitely breeds success. Three of my four brothers are fucking way better than me. I was just the guinea pig, the oldest. Fucked up everything. They learned from me how not to do it. They learned to listen to their parents, but... I, I I would recommend doing the opposite of whatever you advocate for. That would probably be the just just in general. It is nice to probably be bitter and miserable, but who's bitter and miserable? Honestly, dude, no, I'm not. I said, who is bitter and miserable? Who, who, oh, what are you talking about? You're you always fuck. You're the one that's always angry. I look. It's funny because. I actually really like, I got, you're going to be mad at me. I got turned on to your show by Matt Walsh. I know okay. that's a shock. But I've been watching not, your it's show. It's not a shock. Huh? It's it's not a shock. I, I, I got to bump up in numbers after Walsh, but anyway. You did for like five minutes and that worked out. And it, it. But I, I, I'm intrigued by what you're doing, man. I, I honestly, I feel called to listen to you and communicate with you. I like you, Justin. I would love to buy you a beer. I like and you an awful lot. Give you a hug. 
I, hey, there, there's know, a we, thing to tip me down see, there. And, and, you and, can totally and, do it. Here's what here's what I'd like to do, man. And and here's my point of getting in touch with you as I do. I want to share my point of view with your audience. I know they're not going to fucking take it well. And that's okay. They're going to think I'm a fucking idiot. Maybe you do too. And that's you do. Okay. Your point of view is like we don't have to go anywhere to get your point of view. It's it's represented. It's greatly across media. Like CNN, yeah. I'm definitely on that side. I mean, I follow Brian Stelter. You're you're a a status quo neolib. What? You're, you're a status you neocon. Neolib. We're a neolib. Neocon. You probably would have voted for you. You're old enough. You voted for Clinton, didn't you? <laughs> I did. There you you are a and status quo neolib. Yes, you are a neoliberal. You are a time. neoliberal. I did not vote for fucking Obama the second time though. I didn't you vote are for a Romney neoliberal. Either, fuck him. But you're a neoliberal. I did not vote for Trump the first time. You voted for him the second time? Yeah. I don't see how anyone can Sit through the administration and then, yeah, I'm going to vote for this again. That's absurd to me. Yeah, no, it was weird. There was low tax rates, low unemployment, low gas prices, uh, good economy. No, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It was, hold hard on, hold to on. Vote for him. It was you, really hard to vote. You for do him. understand he had nothing to do with any of that shit, right? And I do now. God damn it! Where were you before? Well, okay. Here's it. When it comes to low gas prices, let's let's take that for instance. One of one of the reason one of the reasons for the low gas prices was because during the Obama administration there was an explosion oh, of yeah. fracking. Yeah, that's true. Because he was so pro so pro fracking. Are you are you dismissing me? Because what I'm saying is no, I'm true. You're right. No, it's that totally was disrespectful, Justin. I'll stop. Go ahead. But no, you don't believe what I just said, do you? So like, here's no. the here's the thing: is you're talking about finding common ground, but every time I tell you something that's factual, you dismiss Actually, me. Dude, you're but right. Then, Obama was on that side. You're right. He did do that. But every time, like, you try to dispute me, you come up with something that's not factual. And then I have to, like, go and I have to fucking, like, research shit to show why you're okay, wrong. Fine. And it's, it's, like, it's exhausting. You understand that, right? I'm listening. But gas... The price of gas came down. It was at its lowest peak in February or March of 2016, by the way. Obama was in office. That was the lowest gas has been in like the last fucking 20 years. Like a national average like $1.34 in February or March of 2016. The reason for that was the explosion of fracking. You can go and you can look up the, the, the stories and everything. When the market crashed... When the market crashed... And see what 
it's hard to explain, right? Because they were fracking because they felt it was um, it was profitable based on future speculation. So they were actually eating losses in order to flood the market with crude. Because these little local fracking rigs, these weren't big companies, these were local fracking rigs. It was more conducive to a small uh, rig to be able to do fracking. But once the the uh, the apocalyptic day in the oil market happened during COVID, and oil went below a dollar, went below zero a barrel, they all stopped fracking because it was no longer because they they saw that shock, and they're like, we can no longer frack at a loss. So none of those small independent wells have come back online. That has nothing to do with who was in the presidency or anything. Trump had nothing to do with gas prices. I'm going to disagree with you on that. Oh, my God! Let me explain why. Before you fucking yell at me, can I explain why? Trump is the one that authorized Anthony Fauci to to shut down the economy and drop gas prices. Trump did that. That was bad. That was real fucking bad. That was real fucking bad. What do you mean it was bad? Um, that we saved lives? <laughs> that was bad? Yeah. So, I, you know what? In 2014, uh, Justin, I was actually um, in the oil fields in West Texas. A little town called... Um, Dude, it's such a fucking small town. So now what you're, you're going to do is you're going to give me some anecdote, and I'm not going to be able to falsify no, it. You're no going to be anecdote. like, oh, see, this is evidence. You. I'm right. No, no, no. I'm actually fucking backing up your argument. I'm, I'm backing up your argument. Obama did do that. We had like 150... Uh, fucking new wells in the area that we were working in. And yeah, I know, I know, because I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I never, I never said that was untrue. But you did to say very dismissively. Oh yeah, Obama did that. Remember? You blew it off yeah. like I didn't know what I was talking about. You, you remember? You even apologized for it. I did. I, I had a I had a fucking knee jerk reaction. Yeah, because what you I know, because what I was saying to you was uh, the opposite of the right wing narrative. I don't live my life on narratives. I live my life on what I see in front of me. Or did Mick Jagger wrote Miami? <laughs> that is right wing propaganda, do dude. He he did do that. That's you still true. don't understand why that's a stupid fucking argument, do you? You can't even get away from it. So, I must be onto something. No, you don't understand why that's a stupid argument, do you? Tell me. Oh my god. Because he didn't want to wait for the fucking uh, National Health Service of Britain to approve his heart operation? Is that why it's stupid? I'm not sure. No, help me out. I really don't. He is a rich person. He can get preferential treatment. 
ear. I am not a rich person. I had a bad knee, and they said, can we perform your surgery Monday? I was in the doctor on Thursday. I said, no. They said, why? I said, because, well, I got shit to do. Dude, I need to you're an idiot. Two out. You are so fucking dumb. Because I'm I... broke? No, because you make horrible arguments, because you don't understand why the things you're saying. I, I got the same treatment as Mick Jagger, dude. I am not a fucking millionaire. You did not get I've the same treatment as Mick Jagger, to. I promise you. My doctor tried to schedule me a fucking knee surgery within a couple of days. Okay, of my first MRI. of all, first, first of all, first of all, you know that the idea of wait times in other countries are is, is a bullshit thing, right? Like maybe it, it's just a little bit longer for an elective surgery, but if you need, yes, everyone around the <laughs> world laughs at us and our stupid ass healthcare system. And then I so, try to propose I try to propose things to fix it and you say so. it's anti-American cuz you want to spend more money and you want to go bankrupt later on in life. Um You know what? That's what you want every right now. Every other country. Every other country that ranks ahead of us. So, on the World Health but Organization every other scale. is not the greatest country on earth. We're not the greatest country on earth, you stupid every fuck. How are we the greatest country on earth? By what metric? By what measurement? What data can you give me that we're the greatest fucking country on earth? Please, tell well, me. I'll tell you right now. Okay. The fact that you're able to fucking say that we aren't and you're not in handcuffs. We're like fucking 20 something impressed freedom. Uh, we we yeah, do not do we do not rank first I mean, only, in freedom of speech. The only people that are being the only people that are getting fucked are the And let me tell you, let me tell you, Steve Donzinger, Steve Donzinger would say You fucking idiot. You're coming in here. You're coming in here and tell me the January 6th protesters are having their freedom taken away from them when they committed crime, they when they committed an insurrection on this on this country. Crime. What about You're an the idiot. Who shot, what about the cop who shot that lady? Dude, that you're an idiot. Treasure. You're an idiot. She was unarmed, but <laughs> the, the fucking officer who shot Michael... She Brown was trying to break in a attack. fucking door. Just feet from sitting people, sitting members of Congress. No, they weren't. Yes, they were! We've all seen the video, you stupid fuck! We okay, watched so it here this? on this show, all, live! And we've all, analyzed the videos all, over and over and over again! Do you realize no how stupid reason. what there's you are saying no is? There's no reason to call me names, dude. That's You're an idiot! That's mean. You're an idiot! Yeah, maybe. If you if That's you think opinion, if you think the the insurrectionists on January sixth are having their freedom <laughs> trampled on, you're a fucking idiot, and there is no common ground to find with you. Yes, there is. No. How come? Because because you think fucking look, terrorists hey. that attack this country are having their freedom <laughs> trampled. I think you're an idiot. 
Justin, that's okay. No, I, I, you support I still, terrorists. I, still love I don't. I still. The problem that I'm asking you is for at least the same standard for Antifa and Black Lives Matter riots. What are you talking about? There were mass what arrests throughout about? Antifa and Black Lives stop? Matter. And let me tell, let me tell you, the people that were committing Cat violence. Stop? Dude, dude, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You've listened to right-wing fucking propaganda, and you're an idiot. I'm from Seattle. Hey, hey let, me, let me tell you. Let me tell you exactly who did all the violence tell during me. the Black Lives Matter protest. It was right-wing militias. Right-wing and Right-wing uh, militias. With right-wing militias. Throwing fucking firecrackers at, at prayer protests in Portland. That's it? That was the the right-wing militia who did that? The fuck are you talking you not, about? Oh, you're... Do you blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. Do, you do I not follow... Andy no, Andy No is a white supremacist, you stupid fuck. That's true. There's a lot of fucking ching-chong white supremacists out there. God damn! And then he has to pull some kind of racist bullshit like that. Fuck off, dude. You're so goddamn stupid. Fuck me. Feds say far-right group coordinated attack on Minneapolis police precinct during protest. U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Minnesota on Friday announced that the FBI brought charges against a member of the far-right Boogaloo Boys for organizing and participating in an effort to incite a riot outside the Minneapolis police precinct in May amid the protests against the police killing of George Floyd. Over and over again. You win? You drop some racist fucking shit on the phone so I have to fucking hang up on you so you don't get me banned and you think you win? You stupid fuck. What an idiot. I wish you people could feel embarrassment. I really do. Learn to feel some goddamn embarrassment. Oh my god. Right-wingers are fucking morons. I win. Yeah, you won, all right, you stupid fuck. No, I can't keep you on the phone if you're going to say racist shit. It will get me banned, you dumb motherfucker. Was it it Patriot Prayer? Was that the group that he was with? Or was it the Oath Keepers? Was Was that the picture of him with the Patriot Prayer? Was that the one? Andy No has actually... You said some racist fucking shit, dude. And then come on here and say you're not a racist. Andy NGO has been with fucking violent extremist groups while they planned attacks. You fucking idiot. Don't you follow Andy NGO? What a fucking moron.
I'd have to I'd have to fucking find it because it gets it gets so buried because Andy NGO is fucking doing all kinds of shit. But the dude, the dude actually helped plan a fucking terrorist attack. And you're going to come on here and be like, oh, I do it on purpose, you idiot. God damn, right-wingers are morons. Fucking idiots. I'll tell you what, come back tomorrow and I'll show you exactly who Andy NGO is. Fuck. I can't remember if it was Patriot Prayer, if it was the Oath Keepers, or the Three Percenters, which fucking group he was with when they were planning one of their fucking attacks. But he was literally there with them. On camera. All of his videos about Antifa are deceptively edited. Is armed militia influence growing in U.S. politics? And by the way, since uh, I, I had this argument with somebody earlier today, this seems like a good time to pull out this graph because people want to dispute it. Both the FBI and the ADL agree the vast majority of extremist-related killings in the U.S. perpetrated by right-wing extremism. Right-wing extremism. John, he was. You're a fucking idiot. That's why you don't know. Stupid fuck. Come back tomorrow. I'll show you. I'll show you the evidence, you stupid fucking prick. The danger of armed right-wing militias has recently been thrust in the national spotlight, but when it comes to violent domestic extremism, by the way, notice the date on this. It was before the story we're getting ready to talk about. But when it comes to violent domestic extremism, experts say U.S. authorities have had their eyes off the ball for quite a long time. Over the years, because of quite a few failures in court, the government grew more nervous about pursuing these groups. Then 9-11 shifted the federal apparatus to look at foreign terrorism, and now it's kind of the Wild West, said Heath Drusen host and creator of the podcast Extremely American, which examines the nexus between militia movements and politics nationally and in targeted regions of the country. Drusen was speaking at a recent webinar hosted by the Joyce Foundation. Every state has a law that says you can't impersonate the military, you can't impersonate law enforcement, you can't be a private group that assumes the duties of either one. But the government really hasn't started paying more attention to domestic extremism until now. As a result, organizations such as the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, and the Three Percenters have sprouted in states around the country, galvanized by their polarization surrounding the Trump administration, the COVID-19 pandemic, and the 2020 insurrection attempt. As of 2021, the Southern Poverty Law Center has documented 1,221 active hate and anti-government extremist groups across the United States. Not all 1,200 are white nationalists, there are black nationalist groups, but the vast majority of them are white nationalist groups. Cruzan says, it is not just the size of the group's membership that raises concerns, but also that their mission and the methods they want to use to achieve it are changing. Almost all of them will say that if the government becomes tyrannical, then they will fight. 
They were once content to just train and have their ideology and not just electoral politics in general, but now there's a whole new generation of younger leaders that want to affect change and are going to run for office to do it. Gasta County would be a perfect example. Also, the Whitmore uh, kidnappers were not found not guilty. Brick is an idiot. That's a radically different approach. Recent media reports appear to confirm the shift towards mixing politics with armed militancy. In Idaho, Amon Bundy, who led an armed takeover of a federal wildlife refuge in Oregon and was later acquitted, has mounted a campaign for governor. In California, voters handed control of the Shasta County Board of Supervisors. I didn't even know they were going to mention it. To a group aligned with local militia members outing an established conservative Republican. By the way, we're getting ready to head over to the media winch in a little bit, and she'll tell you all about what's going on in Shasta County. That's probably on the docket tonight on Meltdown Monday. Washington State. Ashley Sova, a homeschooling anti-masking member of the far-right 3% movement, was sworn into the five-person Eatonville School Board, becoming the second member of the militia group to join. Jonathan Oosting, Capitol reporter at Bridge, Michigan, whose beat has included coverage of extremist movements in Michigan and their political activity, believes the ongoing push by these militia groups to legitimize themselves in the public square has been supported and, in some cases, uh, precipitated by the current members of the Republican leadership. In Senate, Majority Leader Mike Shirkley has met with militia leaders and given them advice on how to message better and appear less threatening while gubernatorial candidate Ryan Kelly invited armed protesters to provide extracurricular security detail at a Capitol rally. Groups are trying to mainstream themselves, and they're attending these pandemic-related rallies to present a new face to the public, with assistance from politicians that says they're just part of a larger group of activists that they were very upset at the time. A dangerous misdirection that hides an ominous trend spreading across the U.S., Total number of active far-right militias and militant social movements in the U.S. declined last year. Many groups actually increased their activity and influence. According to a 2022 report by the Armed Conflict Location and Event Data Project, which maps political violence and protests around the world. The Proud Boys, for example, experienced a 15% overall rise in general activity in 2021. Group's engagement in violent demonstrations rose by 57%, while a third of all counter demonstrations involving two opposing groups in 2021, involving far right militias and main uh, MSMs, uh, turned violent or destructive, up from a fifth in 2020. Speaking of militant right-wingers, get the update on what happened in Buffalo. We're learning more about the deadly mass shooting over the weekend at a supermarket in Buffalo, New York. 
10 people were killed and three others injured, ages ranging from 20 to 86 years old. Now, the 18-year-old suspect is accused of driving more than three hours to carry out what police are calling an act of racially motivated violent extremism. Bradley Blackburn reports from the scene. As investigators comb through evidence Monday, officials say the suspected gunman in this weekend's mass shooting at a Buffalo supermarket had plans to continue his deadly rampage. If not for the quick response of the Buffalo Police Department, he certainly would have killed more people in this immediate area. Appearing in court Saturday in a paper gown and mask, the 18-year-old pleaded not guilty to first-degree murder. He's also likely to face federal hate crime and domestic terror charges. Investigators say he's... Oh yeah, he's not a right-winger. He's not spewing the same shit that all you fucking right-wingers spew, you fucking idiot. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Yeah, I think you're stupid. Specifically targeted the store in a predominantly black community because he wanted to kill as many black people as possible. For something like this to happen... To be targeted, to be targeted, it's, it's, heart, it's heartbreaking. One of the 10 lives lost was 86-year-old Ruth Whitfield, the mother of the city's retired fire commissioner. To lose her life at the hands of a hate monger, a, 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 an evil person, is more than we can bear. Investigators say the suspect plotted this attack over several months, and they're examining a 180-page document he apparently posted online, describing himself as a white supremacist and anti-Semite. New York state officials say the teenager, who lived hundreds of miles away, had threatened a shooting at his high school last year. The individual was brought in for a mental health evaluation. He was evaluated and then he was released. President Biden is expected to travel to Buffalo Tuesday to grieve with the community. Bradley Blackburn, CBS News, Buffalo, New York. That's actually, that shit that Biden is actually really good, like going down and doing the uh, wholesale politics, talking to people, listening to people. Biden is really good at that shit, so. Good thing he is going down there, but I love how, like, like our friend John here, they think we have to answer for, like, CHOP in Portland. But then this right-winger, he's just a lone wolf. He's spouting everything that all the idiot-ass right-wingers, like Andy NGO say, the Proud Boys, the Oath Keepers, the Patriot Pair, they fucking saying the same exact fucking shit. But he takes no responsibility. He was just a lone wolf. He was a nut job. The rhetoric of the right had nothing to do with causing this kid to go do that. Because he was a kid. You wouldn't do shit, John. You wouldn't do shit. You're a pussy. And a dumb one at that. Now, we we talked about the church shooting. Laguna Woods. I think I said Laguna Hills earlier. My apologies. This is the church out in California. Apparently, it... Also being investigated as a hate crime. This is the latest update on it. Social hall look like. It's a large room with a big stage and a big black curtain, and it had about ten tables set up with tablecloths. There were red solo cups on the table, and you could tell that havoc had been created in that space. There was turned over containers of popcorn. A person left their walker 
their cane on the table because it was obvious from the scene that they had to get out of there as quickly as possible in an utmost panic. Lined on the walls in that social hall are New Testament phrases. Phrases about how we should treat our neighbors, how should we treat each other, how we should love. And I will tell you that evil was in that church yesterday. But I will tell you that that church, the congregants, and obviously the decedent, Dr. Chang, and the others who were shot, and all the other congregants, engaged in the most heroic activity one could ever imagine. But one of the youngest congregants there yesterday, Dr. Chen, Four incendiary devices found inside the church. That there was elderly everywhere. God damn. Couldn't get out of the premises because the doors had been chained. After others had been Jesus shot, Christ. He took it upon himself to charge across the room and to do everything he could to disable the assailant. He was shot. And then there was an attempt to shoot him again, but the gun jammed. And he succumbed to his injuries. He sacrificed himself so that others could live. That irony in a church is not lost on me. You. Heart-wrenching details. I thought it was going to be a first-hand account, but apparently it was a detective reading a first-hand account. In the day's other news, police in Southern California say a Chinese immigrant acted out of hate for Taiwan in a Sunday shooting at a church. One person was killed wow. and wounded. The gunman opened fire at a luncheon for a Taiwanese immigrant congregation and was then overpowered. The local sheriff said today the man had lived in Taiwan before coming to the U.S. Based on preliminary information in the investigation, it is believed the suspect involved was upset about political tensions between China and Taiwan. The suspect, 68-year-old David... Well, why take it out on Americans? That doesn't make sense. ...and attempted murder. A former neighbor said today that Cho was never the same after he was nearly beaten to death several years ago. There has been movement today on the baby formula... Sh- Wait, after he was beaten to, get, beaten to death? Jesus! Well, that's something. New Mexico, facing the worst fires in the state's history. Permits peak fire. No, clearly, idiot, he was a Chinese supremacist. Fuck off! You're so goddamn dumb! What else do I call Andy NGO when he is supporting white supremacist groups? You stupid fucking piece of shit! I swear, like, talking to you is like talking to a brick fucking wall. You don't have a goddamn clue what you're saying, and you just want to spout off right-wing nonsense.
I gave you plenty of time to talk, and you said fucking nothing. I wish you would recognize the the limits of your mental capacity. You're not that bright, and you shouldn't act as if you are. You should recognize that you're pretty fucking dumb. You're a pretty fucking dumb guy. I got nothing against you. It's not personal. I'm just tired of your fucking idiocy weighing on me. You call in. You won't listen to anything I have to say. You tell me everything I say is wrong, but you want to find common ground with me. Meanwhile, everything you spout is indeed wrong. And you're most certainly not. So why do you why do you why do you attempt to have opinions on things? Why can't you just say, "Hey, I'm Adam League here. Maybe other people know better than me about this shit." That's what I wish people like you would do. But you don't. You don't. You don't recognize the limits of your own intelligence. I got nothing against you personally. You're a good guy. I. Hey man, like I fucking respect you for being able to to take a to take a beating from me. But god damn man, understand what it's like for us. Like you come in here, you're kind of condescending. You you're very self-righteous. And you mouth off about shit you don't know about. Seriously. But, like, I, I don't understand. If you're here, like, why aren't you here, like, listening to what I have to say? You will learn shit. Am I always right? No. But everybody everybody watching right now, or most people watching, have seen me correct myself. I take great, uh, great pride in the fact that I will admit when I am wrong on stream. Like, dude, you like you don't know where you fall in the political spectrum. You don't really have a a a good grasp on on political philosophy, and that's okay. Most people don't. But man, man, is it just like it's infuriating to constantly have to deal with you guys thinking you've got something to say. Like, like, I'm sorry I hung up with with you, but like, you dropped some racist shit. I had a hate raid on my channel, and I lost my channel a couple times for right-wingers saying stupid shit. So I have to cut people off when they say some racist shit. It's not that you won or anything. I don't think you won when I spent well over an hour... Talking to you, explaining how stupid everything you were saying was. Is that I just had to cut you off before you said something else. Stupid. Proving a point about what? About how not racist right-wingers are? Jesus Christ. Andy, no. That's how you say his name. I'm well aware... 
Anything new associates with white supremacist groups. He covers for them. He does propaganda for them. So what else am I supposed to call him? And if you will come back tomorrow, I will do a deep dive on Andy New and why you shouldn't listen to anything that goddamn idiot has to say. Now, from white supremacy to climate change, the other the other scourge sweeping the country. Have Canyon Hermit's Peak Fire continues to push north near Angel Fire in New Mexico. This is the worst fire in the state's history or worst fire in the last 30 years. Nope, worst fire in state history. This is the worst fire in state history now. Calmer winds allowed crews to tackle the fire from the air. Let's get to News 13's Gabe Chavez. Been burning for what? Almost two months now. So the Cap Canyon Hermit's Peak Fire continues its rampage as it spreads closer to Taos and Colfax counties. But winds were working in crews' favors today. This is New Mexico, after all, especially in northern New Mexico. But the winds are not as severe as they have been. You know, we went through a lot, a number of days where um, it was just so windy, the red flag conditions um, did not allow us to use our resources. But we have uh, a number of Type 1 helicopters that are out being used along with Type 2 and 3. The fire is now 279,000 acres and growing. I think Type 2 helicopters, when you become a helicopter later on in life. The flames in the south are pushing. Type 2 is when, Type 1 is when you're born a helicopter, and Type 2 is when you become a, uh, when you identify as an attack helicopter later on in life. With multiple agencies from across the country here to trying to help. There is also a transition team coming in to help crews get some rest, but tactics will remain the same. There's a second type one management team, incident management team that's come in and they're working even further north and they're really going to be focused on helping to make sure that, that strategically uh, we are looking at where this fire can be eventually slowed down and stopped. Crews were able to maintain lines in the south, but the northern lines were harder to hold. Both need insulin. Fuel that is helping the fire grow in the rough terrain. The next couple days will have milder conditions for winds providing a window for crews to continue the fight. But come next week, winds will pick back up again. Annalisa. Okay, Gabe. I was watching something the other day, and there was some athlete and somebody, like, he, he said, like, he was feeling bad because he was a diabetic. It was an athlete. Might have been a wrestler. Uh, it might have been something else. Probably wrestling. And somebody was like, are you type one or type two? This fucking motherfucker's like chiseled. He's like, type two. I'm like, nah, dude, you're not type two. I would assume you were born with that. But he was feeling a little woozy. Uh, let's look at what wildfires are actually going to look like over the next 30 years, thanks to climate change. Where homes will face the most wildlife uh, wildfire risk in the next 30 years. Ugh. Uh... Most of the fucking country. <laughs> Projected percentage increase in properties with a moderate risk of burning. I It's amazing to me how widespread it is in the South. Up here in Minnesota. 
Yeah. Well, this is increase in burning, but you you see these deep dark red in the forests in uh, California and in the Pacific Northwest. New research shows climate change will cause a steep increase in the exposure of U.S. properties to wildfire risks during the next 30 years, doubling the risk level in many areas. While broad trends in wildfire risks have become clear, this is the first time probability-based wildfire risk data will be made available to property owners and prospective owners to help them make informed decisions. Wildfires already raging across the West, Scientists have shown clear links between human-driven climate change and escalating wildfire intensity, frequency, and size. In addition, the seasonal timing of wildfires is shifting in many states, with fires lasting later into the fall and beginning earlier in the spring. As far as I know, California doesn't have a fire season anymore. It is just always fire season. New report and its accompanying tool come from the nonprofit. First Street Foundation, known for mapping flood risks. New Fire Factor Risk score seeks to capture the changing risk profile of individual properties as global warming continues, both in terms of exposure to a wildfire and shifts in wildfire intensity. In a report accompanying the Fire Factor release, the researchers present the state-by-state findings from its new peer-reviewed open-source risk model, which projects wildfire risks out to the next 30 years, the span of a typical mortgage. Hey, hey, maybe, maybe though, maybe our friend John Prick is right though, and Jeebus getting ready to come back. Are you prepared for the apocalypse? Signs in the heavens. Blood red skies in China, a super flower, blood moon in the U.S., and the biblical end times. Unique weather conditions in China's port city of Zhaozhen caused the sky to turn blood red last week and left many of the city's residents wondering if if the end of the world had come. I'm kind of doubting it. Sense of panic could be heard in the voices of some of the residents as they recorded the eerie phenomenon, which was seen under thick layers of fog. You guys ready to see it? The tin. Apparently, like, I didn't get to see it, but everybody was raving about how cool the eclipse and the blood moon was. I've, I've, got, uh, I've got several friends that live kind of far out in the county, and they were talking about how awesome it was being away from all the light pollution. Curious, sir, are you still here? Did you see it when you were in uh, Colorado? Are you guys out somewhere that was away from light pollution? John agrees that greed sucks, but he won't do anything to fix it. 
You'll just say you'll just say anything that that would fix the greed problem is you know anti USA or some shit. We're the greatest country on earth. Hook yuck yuck yuck. Yeah, you kind of have to be away from a city center. Uh, the light pollution from even just a small town will will obscure your your ability to be able to see. But people that that are out. Away from the light pollution, uh, reported seeing some awesome fucking shit in the sky over the weekend. Uh, some users on uh, China's version of TikTok called the red sky a bad omen over China's handling of the COVID-19 pandemic. Weird. We're reading from a uh, what CBN News, Christian Broadcasting Network, so it's bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Chinese local media later claimed the blood red sky was caused by the uh, refraction of the lights from fishing boats. Weather conditions are good. More water in the atmosphere forms aerosols, which refract and scatter the light of fishing boats and create the red sky seen by the public. Other users uh, users suggested the rare occurrence could have been caused by uh, particulate matter still in the atmosphere. From the Tonga volcanic eruption in January, NASA has found that the Tonga eruption effects even reached space. Another video shared by a user who was farther away from the port shows the entire sky over the city was not red, but that only the part beneath the fog layer. So this is, it's Doppler shift compounded by the lights off of fishing boats and the fog and shit and the volcano. The fishing boat thing came from Chinese media, but NASA said volcanic ash. No four horsemen rode across the sky. No apocalypse. We still here. We'll be here tomorrow doing the news. Playing playing uh cute animal videos at the end. This puppy really loves the car wash. Sky comment, they can't explain it. I can explain why this puppy loves to get brushed like that, though. Look how fucking cute. Oh, Sky Comet. I I forgot to acknowledge your bits. You are awesome. Thank you for the bits. I think I was in the middle of ranting at that point in time. Remember earlier when we talked about Shasta County and the takeover of the local board of supervisors? Well, if you have any questions about Shasta County and the takeover of the local board of supervisors, I know just the person you should ask. Her name is Media Winch, and she looks gorgeous tonight. If you're watching on Twitch, we're heading over to say hey to the Media Winch right now on Echoplex Media.
Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I am Justin Freakin'. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol Live.